early days of the American frontier, people relied on steam engines to transport them through wild landscapes to spectacular new places. In this current era, we have something that allows for an even greater adventure, the search engine. So make sure you grab your ticket, because we're going on a first class ride across the web. There's a Squatch in these woods. <laughs> that actually worked. That worked really well. We got it on that one. I'll take your word for it. Again, mine was a little lag, but I think Uh-oh. I think it worked out. Uh-oh. <laughs> there it is. Well, welcome everybody here to yet another episode of What's Going On, where we're coming here with some interesting topics. Conspiracies, again. Bow, bow, bow. We're going to be <laughs> unlocking the truth here of Bigfoot. So, just to start her off. Real or nah? What do you think, Patrick? Uh, I want to say real, but I, in good faith, cannot. Yeah. So I'm going to say no. I I don't quite believe, which hurts because I grew up, I don't know if you ever watched it, but The <laughs> X-Files, Yeah. I love that show, and the truth is out there, and you got to believe so I'm I'm going against that, and I'm I'm gonna have to say no. I've actually only seen the X Files, probably like maybe two episodes in my entire life. They weren't bad. I actually really enjoyed them. It kind of sounds like something fun to dive deep into. Uh, now it sounds like a good show. Yeah, my dad used to watch it all the time, so I've seen most of them. Honestly, it's a great show. Okay. Sometimes it doesn't hold up as much because some of the effects you know for monsters or yeah. aliens or whatever they're doing are kind of old but and cheesy. it's a really good show good yeah the, the the like one or two episodes that i've seen had some pretty good storylines that i actually really enjoyed but no back to our our conspiracy <laughs> bigfoot i don't believe in bigfoot frankly i feel like if that just if also oh god i'm already trying to jump up here into different questions no i do not believe <laughs> in bigfoot but the main reason why I don't believe in Bigfoot is because I feel like there would be more sightings or with just how like outdoorsy everyone is, at least in Colorado. And I know still throughout mm-hmm. a lot of America, like there's still a lot of outdoorsy people that you would just hear so much more than like the random little like, you know, tales that you hear now. Yeah. I mean, what if they're trying to be, you know, evasive and <laughs> hiding from people because they know... The bad that effects the that enemy. would happen if they were discovered. <laughs> I don't know. They could be. I mean, do you think that's one of Bigfoot's best qualities, attributes? It's it's really great at hiding. I think so. I mean, there. I think there were at least a couple of X Files episodes on Bigfoots or something similar to that. So I I think they're supposed to be naturally timid of people from my obviously great experience <laughs> see why why would they want to be timid of people though i mean maybe obviously uh, he, people would freak out and then try to kill them or and maybe they've learned that over time but i mean if yeah. you're uh, this goes into one of my other questions i'm going to ask you to describe what a bigfoot looks like to you but to me they're huge right like i'm thinking at yeah. least in my perspective like eight foot like eight adults l- at least Rocking two seventy five, muscular as all hell. Mm-hmm. Like they would just rock us. Like why? Why be timid of the human? I don't know. I'm trying to think. Are there any larger animals that are scared of people? Uh, I mean, a brown or excuse me, a black bear. I know is the most timid bear, and they're fairly yeah. large ish. But they're like, I th- I think black bears like standing up are about as tall as humans. Maybe they're a little bit bigger. But they're they're pretty small. Hmm. I'm not too sure. May, we could I could be wrong as well. Sasquatches and uh could be 
Okay, sorry. I'm cutting myself off already. <laughs> Bigfoot and Sasquatch. Same thing? Yes, and I also think a Yeti is the same thing, but just in a mountain, okay. like a snowy mountain setting. Snowy but mountain. I'm not sure on that. They're all they're all cousins. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's a lot of different ones. Like, I'm pretty sure one of the X-File episodes was on the Jersey Devil, which was basically another Bigfoot, but in New Jersey, which I don't even know where they would be. Oh, strange. Yeah, okay. I mean, I don't know. Maybe they are all... <laughs> slightly related and then I have think different they're all attributes. just ape-like humans that aren't quite human I think that's the kind of general thought of them yeah okay I would agree I would agree uh, my question is when did you first hear of Bigfoot how did you find out about this story because it gets passed down you know from generation to generation yeah. or people to people somehow I'm curious if you know how you first heard of it. I I want to say probably some like children's book. So I think I'm really pulling back here, but there was a children's book called Where the Wild Things Are. And I think oh, yeah. that my father described those creatures as like Bigfoot or, you know, Bigfoot like creatures. Um, okay. And I think that might have been the first time. But then uh, besides that, the, the TV show about Big uh, Bigfoot. <laughs> Uh, that's about it. I don't know too many stories. What about you? Uh, I think mine, again, would be from the X-Files, just because my dad was very into it, so I think I was just exposed to it from a younger age. But I know I've also seen a number of documentaries on different channels like Discovery and all of that where they're trying to find Bigfoot and similar with the Loch Ness Monster and all that, so I've seen a couple of those too. Yeah, okay. So just early TV, I guess. I gotcha. I gotcha. Uh, would you? I, I know we were just touching on it, but height and weight. Did we have the similar image of a Bigfoot? Yeah, my guess was eight foot. I guess I don't have a good perspective on what <laughs> they would weigh, but how thick? Yeah, something two seventy five. I guess that sounds reasonable. Hell I'm not yeah. really sure. <laughs> And then uh, just continuing on. Uh, They'd probably actually be more. If they were eight feet and like more muscular, kind of wider shoulders. They're probably, yeah, actually. I think they'd be pretty heavy. Yeah, no, they would be. I remember the last time. Because isn't a gorilla like 600 pounds or something? Could be. I mean, my Uncle Bert, the last time I saw him, he's like 6'9", and he's like, he's, I think he said like he was 400 pounds. Yeah, um, wow. So we could be completely off. I think you're a little light on that. Yeah. yeah. All right. So uh, five five fifty. How about that? Five fifty. All right. I, I'm going six hundred. Okay. Or no, eight hundred pound gorilla. That's a common saying. So I'll, I'll go eight hundred. <laughs> a pounds. common saying? Eight hundred pound gorilla. How often? Yeah, when something's like the big dominant thing in like an industry or something like that. The eight hundred pound gorilla, huh? I. I, I, you haven't heard that? I, it's ringing a bell, but I just don't think I've heard it often enough in cash conversation <laughs> to recognize what I'm saying. <laughs> I like it though. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna try and figure out some way to use it. But with my that, yeah, continue, continue. Another question I had is, when do you think the first sighting was? Oh, that's gonna be a rough one, dude. Because first, I think I guess do- documented. documented with any sort of evidence or explain enough that. I don't know. There are some documentation about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, hmm. Woo, that's a toughie. I can't give a specific time because I have no reference. What? I wish we knew when like the first like newspaper and stuff was out. Do you think it'd be before newspapers? I think it's just in someone's journal. 
I'm sure maybe the myth could be because I think Yeti is a pretty old thing. Okay. But I am somehow now thinking that that's slightly different than Bigfoot because I think the original thing that kind of made Bigfoot blow up, at least in the U.S., is... I don't know if you've ever seen that thing that's supposed to be actual footage of a Bigfoot where I it's kind so. of a grainy black and white grainy thing and it's a you know an ape-like creature walking with its arms swinging and all of that. Yeah. So I think that was the first thing that made it known to more people, but I'm sure there were sightings before that. Yeah, okay. Uh yeah, I almost guarantee there were sightings earlier than that. I want and I it could be just like local lore and stuff. I don't know. When when do you think? I'm I'm stumped, honestly. <sighs> I I almost think this could go all the way back to it just being a a legend that some group had yeah. living wherever they were in the woods and it was almost like a godlike figure but maybe not yeah, quite so, godlike yeah maybe so something that i think just, it could be an old story honestly yeah honestly and then something that they're just terrified of because if you're in the woods you know dark alone at night and you hear something <laughs> crazy behind you're like get the hell out of here <laughs> <laughs> with the sighting i was also going to ask what region do you think has the most sightings do you think it's in the united states and if it, if so what state yeah what you got ah i was gonna ask you that it's obviously somewhere wooded I only, I don't know, I keep thinking of Nepal for yetis, because I think it's a very mountainous thing. Sure. And, like, the Himalayas and all that. Yeah, yeah, that's but, where I was going to go. But for, like, Bigfoot, I think it's more wooded areas, and I don't know if that would be the Pacific Northwest or something like that. Mm-hmm. That that would be my guess, is somewhere maybe Oregon or... Washington. Washington, whatever other states are up there. <laughs> Montana. <laughs> I don't think there's too much woods there, though. No, what about I think, you? I think you would still... I was going to go the same region as well. Uh, definitely wooded, potentially mountainous type places as well. I was thinking Colorado would be a pretty great place because you don't want it to get too warm. I feel like with all that fur that they have on their bodies, it, it they're built to last in some colder uh, temperatures. True, true. So maybe somewhere up north, maybe even like Canada. Um, oh, or maybe like Washington. That's where I was thinking. That kind of region. <laughs> I gotcha. I don't know. Hmm. Canadian Canadian squash is my guy. Yeah, I didn't even think of that. I think that would be good though. Yeah. Yeah, get them out of here. Keep them all in Canada. <laughs> they can get the the maple syrup out of the trees too. The Hell food. yeah, yeah. They see they Canada's perfect for them. If you're a squatch <laughs> and you're listening to this, and I know and we know you are, head up to Canada. Great little. Uh, are you place saying you don't want them in the U.S.? Uh, we'll keep a couple. <laughs> <laughs> uh, My last question that I had was: assuming you don't believe, which I think we established, yes. What motivates someone to create fake evidence, or do you think that anyone who presents evidence generally believes that that is real evidence of Bigfoot? Oh, boy. There's a lot of people out there that truly do believe what <laughs> that, that these creatures do exist. So I think it's going to be a mix of both. There's definitely some people mm-hmm. I could see fudging some evidence to be able to like you know make for a good TV show or you know something, but I think there's also like kind of a group that follows those original leaders and are wholeheartedly believing that they can find things out there because there's also a lot of things that can be unexplained, like inside of like forests and stuff. If you're looking for tracks, I don't know what's gonna make exactly a Bigfoot track per se, but mm-hmm. you know you could be like, oh, that's like Bigfoot droppings or like the scratch on the tree <laughs> is definitely like you know a, a, a mating call marker. I don't know. 
you know, there's things out there. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that's, something that's, that could be explained multiple ways. It could have been a bear <laughs> when, in, yeah, you know, something yeah. like that. Because yeah. there's a lot of things that happen in the in the woods that I don't know. You never know really what happened in there. <laughs> could be a Bigfoot. <laughs> oh, got him! I have... You're gonna be a believer by the end of this episode. <laughs> I know. Honestly, I'm starting to change a little bit here. <laughs> I only have a couple more. Uh, there's some small ones. I know that they're quite large in size. Diet. What? I for some reason reason I have the image of a Bigfoot being an herbivore. Yeah, I th- I don't know why, but I agree. Yeah, a lot of berries. I mean, how many black berries bears, are there? Like, are black bears are are herbivores though, aren't they? Uh, or do they eat meat? I don't I'm know. pretty sure they might get some fish every now and again. Mm, okay, I could be lying up my lion not my butt as well though, so I have no idea. I don't know, but if things as big of a as an elephant can survive on land being an herbivore. I don't think it's ridiculous to think that, but it's True. interesting that we both have that opinion. Yeah, and I don't know why. Could be it could be omnivore. That just... would make it a lot scarier though. Cuz if... if you're just out in the woods and there's something that might actually eat you. Yeah, yeah, no, that would make it a lot more terrifying. Uh every hmm. every I never thought of that, honestly. Twig that cracks, you better be watching your back. <laughs> maybe maybe that's what differentiates a Bigfoot and a Sasquatch. I feel mm. like I feel like out of the two, what sounds like they'd eat me, eat more? Bigfoot or Sasquatch. Sasquatch? I know, that's what I, I mean, was thinking. The Sasquatch eats uh Jack Link's beef jerky. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to find I a think way to bring that up as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what is their catchphrase? Don't mess with the Squatch or something like that? Something to that effect, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's, Sasquatch is living his best life, dude. You got a, you got a sponsor and everything. I wonder what he's up to these days. <laughs> uh, and last last question I had before we try and do some online digging. Um, we've both seen the show. Can you give me your best Bigfoot call? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I could give a good one because I don't remember it too well, and I know there were multiple ones, which is very interesting because I do remember one episode being where someone said, oh, this person has a really good Sasquatch call, but then they convinced the other person to do theirs first, and they were completely different calls, which I thought was pretty funny. Absolutely. So I have... I have no idea what it even sounds like. I think it'd just be like a grunt of like a gorilla, maybe just oh, oh. a little grunt. See, but I, I knew, I know they also talked about that they like to hit branches on trees, like smack like logs against big tree trunks. Oh, so really? maybe that, or they like to whistle sometimes. What is what I've also heard from the show? Just you're just in the woods alone. And, and all of a sudden, you just hear a twig snap and some whistling coming up behind you. I do remember I can't even from an episode that they also said from a distance, sometimes it sounds like whispering. And that's actually another sound that the Bigfoot can make, which is why I end up really not <laughs> believing it, because they just keep adding on facts that are anything that happens. Oh, yeah. Bigfoot does that. Oh, yeah. You hear whispers in the distance. That's a Bigfoot trait for sure. <laughs> So, so is, was that your call? Was that your call, the, the, yeah, the gorilla I, grunt? I don't know what else I could do. I don't. What about I, you? I'm trying to remember what they did. For some reason, I thought it was a yell. Like, I thought it was yeah, like a- Yeah, I think it probably was. There is- I don't remember. I was- Here, I'll, I'll, Oh, God. We're going to try and muster out our Bigfoot. All right, I'm, I'm going to picture <laughs> myself right here. I'm in the woods. I'm looking for either a mate or a 
or my pal. Some berries. Ready for it. Oh, I found a good berry. I'm eating I'm eating it. <laughs> there you go. There it is. That's a tasty berry uh Sasquatch call right there. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Shall we start off our, our dive by first looking into actual Sasquatch calls? Sure. There it is. We'll see how accurate we were. Listen, Bigfoot Sasquatch spring mating calls and more. I would love if like the ad that popped up on the video before was like for Jack Links. <laughs> I'm going to turn this One on. One of these people from the show is saying that a common call is a high-pitched scream like a woman being murdered in the woods. <laughs> Oh wow! Were you able to hear that one? I heard a little. I heard a little thing of it. Yeah. Basically, just a, a loud scream. Here, let me move the microphone to it. Sometimes they're short, like this. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope you got that one. Oh my god! Oh my god! That's so funny. Well, no, there's multiple ones though. Oh, Sometimes no. they're long howls. It sounds like I don't know. They have a, a wide range of speaking. As we do. <laughs> that is pretty great. Yeah, that was, that sounded to me like a moose or something. Yeah, I'm looking up uh, Sasquatch calls at night now. Oh, that was a pretty big one. Oh, Canadian Rockies, they said. Oh, snap, dude. <laughs> Is that really a? It's more of a scream than anything. Yeah, hear it. It makes me wonder, how often do you hear that in the woods? Not often. I'd be concerned if I was hearing that. That didn't sound like a coyote to me either. <laughs> oh, there's one that's more of a grunty growl. I think I had an all right one. Yeah, we'll have to edit in some of these. Yeah, yeah. We'll keep playing them for you guys, so that way you guys can get some more. Can that screaming one? Can you can you try and give me a good mimic of it? <laughs> I think that's more up your alley. I want to hear you it do it. It sounds like an R2-D2 scream almost, doesn't it? Oh, yeah, it does. <laughs> you better watch out. You might get a Bigfoot Holy out shit. your window. My door's going to open up behind me, and Bigfoot's going to be fucking coming in here, dude. He smells my <laughs> chicken. Oh, but we don't know if he eats meat, actually. He might not. He might be smelling my green beans. All right, well, th- those were some pretty great screams. We've already started digging, du- dugging, diving deeper into some of our questions. Uh, uh, let's look up diet first. Let's look up diet. And then we'll go into region, sightings, whatnot. <laughs> These Google searches that are going to start popping up here on my computer. Like, the suggestions are going to get pretty weird. Yeah, that's true. You're going to get a lot of flat earth stuff or anything like that in the near future. <laughs> I guess we didn't even talk about their, like, habitat too much. I know we said foresty type, like, areas. But uh, are they just in a forest? Do they try and find a cave? Do they live in, like, a tree? Like, wh- where do they sleep? Hmm. I don't know. I mean, wherever bears sleep, maybe? <laughs> I think just on the ground. Yeah. I mean, I don't think I've seen any or heard of any Bigfoot tree forts, though. I think uh, <laughs> on the ground would be Best the bet. only option besides maybe a cave. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so there's I'm on meateater.com. And they they say here that they don't believe in Bigfoot at Meat Eater, but they're damn interested. Uh, and they've uh, found their most respected Bigfoot authorities to answer their questions. I don't know what makes you a Bigfoot authority. Maybe, I guess, having a podcast That's why I've it. always wondered. 
Uh, <laughs> but uh, one of their answer their answer is that Bigfoot uh, they're omnivore omnivores and they eat both plants and meat. Run everything from berries, leaves, nuts to fruit and salmon, rabbit, elk, and bear. So yeah, oh, they could eat you. Wow, that adds a whole another level to it. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised there there hasn't been that many like Bigfoot horror movies. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it'd be kind of all like the same, but you know, it'd be interesting. Um, <laughs> some people try attracting Bigfoot by uh, making a fruit pie and leaving them in a nice gifted area. <laughs> Oh my god! All right, so omnivores. It looks like. Are you? Are you finding any bear expert advice? I wanted to first see if Sasquatch and Bigfoot were the same thing. Okay. And they are the same thing. Boom. Let's see. The Native American tribes in the northwestern United States and western Canada called them Sequak, which mm. means wild or hairy man, and that eventually morphed into Sasquatch in Canadian newspapers during the 20s. And then Bigfoot was given as a nickname after some very large footprints were found in the 50s. Oh, okay. Where were the footprints found, does it say? Uh, It says by a construction worker, but I'm not seeing where... The Humboldt Times. Do you oh, know where that? Would I know. Be from? I know now. I actually, uh, I was looking up the Bigfoot origin story. Um, in 1958, journalist Andrew Gonzoli of the Humboldt Times. Oh, there we go. Uh, highlighted a fun, if dubious, letter from a reader about loggers in Northern California who discovered mysteriously large footprints. So Northern Cali, and I believe that they. This is actually going to tie alongside of the. Uh, black and white video that we were talking about as well. I believe that this newspaper printed off stories pretty much about this like large footprint and then people seem to be quite surprised by this and so a lot of like man hunts to go find Sasquatch out in northern Cali kind of popped on up and then one of the one of the individuals captured footage of that um Bigfoot like being that was like wandering around in the woods. Oh, oh, so that's when it was, the 1950s? Yeah. That's when the video was? Yeah. Hmm. I would have thought it would be older, but I don't know. I guess, yeah, black and white was still pretty common, though. Dang. That time. They actually have a cast of the foot track. Oh. And the foot, wow. the foot, it looks like a foot. Um, yeah, it says 16 inches six, in length. Yeah, 16 inches. It's, it's a big boy for sure. We should try and save some of these photos and post them inside of our posts for you guys to be able to look at so you know exactly what we're talking about. So um, you can see the evidence for yourself. And then you tell us what you think. Interesting. It's also funny that Bigfoot is primarily a he. Uh, that's one thing that this like this news article is talking about is that it's always associated with being a man. You never, you don't see a lot of lady big Bigfoots. Hmm. Do you think plural Bigfoot is big feet? I keep trying to say big feet for some reason. <laughs> Probably. Maybe they just say Sasquatches. Squatches. Squatches. Squatches, yeah. You, you shorten it and add an ES. I love it. Also, I've got some more uh, answers for some of our other questions. On Bigfoot habitat suitability, on this article, it says that Bigfoot are approximately six to eight feet tall and weigh 600 to 800 pounds. So we were a little low at the initially, and then we went to the, the extreme size. Nice and high. <laughs> Ironically, they have the amount of calories that they need to eat per day to support their large size. They're looking for 5,000 calories a day, ranging from all sorts of fruits, S- berries, meats. Sounds a little meats. low. 
I know. For being that big? But they're not bulking right now. They're always cut. They're, <laughs> they're trying to stay, cut. Yeah, they're trying to stay lean, my guy. <laughs> there has been sites primarily around the Pacific Northwest in the United States. So about Northern Cali, Oregon, and Washington. We were right on that. And a Ooh. lot in Canada. We, we were spot on of where they're hiding out, dude. I think we I might think we be authorities. Canada. I think we might but, be authorities. Yeah, honestly. We we got a Canada at the end. I was throwing out Canada out there. Or no, not Canada. California. We yeah. missed California. I thought California would have been a little too south, but I thought so too. But Northern California goes pretty far north. Yeah, yeah. Screw us. Yeah, we didn't get Northern Cali. Oh wow. They've got a bunch of oh my god, they've got population densities and all that right here. This is wild. <laughs> There's a study area in Washington, because uh, over half the state of Washington is forested. And the forests are primarily concentrated in the western and northern parts of the state, dominated by large carnivorous trees that are able to be used as camouflage. Oh. Did you say carnivorous trees? No, uh, carnivorous. Oh, okay. (laughs) I was very confused at first. (laughs) Oh, also Bigfoots. I I hate saying Bigfoots. It's so... Squatches are nocturnal. I didn't know that. It makes sense now because all the TV shows were them out at night. Um, yeah. I wonder why they would be nocturnal. If they're really that much of an ancestor to us or a common ancestor or whatever. And if they're that large, like, I don't know how many predators they really got out there besides bears and us. Yeah. I love this population density map. I wish I knew more about Washington regions. <laughs> they're estimated to be about 10 to 15 times stronger than an adult human. How do they know that? That makes sense. I mean, I understand it's large, but how do they know that? We haven't been able to test out the strength. It could all I be mean, for how show. How do they know? Maybe it's all just these f- things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> oh, this answers literally my other question. Out of all states, Washington has the most reported Bigfoot sightings. Over 670. Oh, interesting. Only 670? Is yeah. that every year? I uh, it just says 670. Huh. I don't know. Look it up. Look that up real quick. I'm 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 not I'm not buying it. Six hundred and seventy reported Bigfoot sightings in Washington. I feel like it's gotta be more. But also I who's mean, how counting often that? do you think people are out in the woods seeing Bigfoot? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it says I don't know why they threw this in there. Uh but it says most preschool and elementary school aged children range from just over three feet to five feet tall, making them easy targets for a large, strong Bigfoot to come that becomes curious or hungry. Oh wow. We need to it says we need to protect our children <laughs> from the potential Bigfoot attacks. It sounds like this is almost an excuse for some murders that are coming. Yeah. Out. <laughs> I'm seeing a map of the reports over the last ninety two years. There have been 3,313, apparently. Hmm. Most of them, it does look like, comes from Washington. Okay. But there's actually a lot in the eastern part of the U.S., too. Really? Very interesting. Yeah. Up in, like, Maine? No, more in, like, the the Appalachian Mountains, I think oh, that's okay, what it okay, is. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. And then there's also some that are just kind of in the middle of nowhere in the Midwest. <laughs> <laughs> Northern Wisco. They're up in the UP, my yeah, guy. Yeah, a little bit northern Wisco. Yep, that makes sense though. But I'm I'm seeing a lot in Missouri and stuff like that, and that to me doesn't make that much sense. But I also haven't been to Missouri too much. So Interesting. Maybe there's a lot in Florida too. Maybe I'll find what one. What are you talking about? 
thin-haired Sasquatches. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're just chilling on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they got all that money from from Jacqueline. They retired. They, yeah, they're done. They're done. They made a cameo on the show, and they're they're done. Oh my god! Yeah, they've had a good career. Honestly, got some commercials. They got a whole. They got multiple TV shows. They've been racking it in. Actually, I don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> we got to take some lessons business wise from the from the Bigfoot. Did we get an original origin story? What the what the idea was of Bigfoot? Just older human ancestors. Yeah, I saw that it was just a common myth in a lot of native american tribes that were in the area and then that kind of got passed on to to everyone else but i'm not exactly sure if there's a big origin story behind them we should also maybe look a little bit into yetis too while we're here is there that much difference besides more fur and white i am seeing we were wondering who actually tracks this and it's the bigfoot field researchers organization (laughs) The BFRO <laughs> tracks uh, the credible sightings. Hell yeah. So if you ever see a Bigfoot, make sure to send it in to them so they can keep the statistics. And if anyone, yeah, if anyone's got a Bigfoot story, for the love of God, please reach out to us. I would love to get you on here. We've been flirting with the idea. We should have gotten a Bigfoot expert for this uh, for this episode. We could have had. It all- looks like there's been at least one sighting in, I haven't counted it, but it looks like every state. Okay, wow. They're out there. Yeah, you were spot on here with the Native American tribes. And seeing that there are Native Americans that were in Oregon that had been in increasingly more frequent, I can't talk, more frequent situations where Bigfoot was popping up or wild men, as they described them, in the woods around them, stealing salmon, confusing people by whistling, causing them (laughs) to become lost. Oh, no. So they're pranksters, too. Oh. (laughs) Comedians, dude. Well, that's Bigfoot. Any other questions? Any things we didn't get answered? I think the only thing is just who's making fake claims, but I don't know if you I don't can know. really tell what's fake and what's not. Yeah, exactly. Who's making the tall tale for the Bigfoot? I am seeing that he has had a bit of a image change throughout the years, and oh. that in the 80s, the Bigfoot became associated with environmentalism and a symbol of the wilderness that needed to be protected. And one of the big examples of that is a movie from 1987, Harry and the Hendersons, which was a Bigfoot family that was misunderstood. Hmm. Oh, Yetis. We're going to look up Yetis real quick. Yeah. I totally forgot about that. Pretty sure they're the exact same thing. But I wonder what, because uh, that's, that's pretty far away in the Himalayas for them to claim to have a sighting as well. I think it's a common myth that most people would have is just a wild person-like creature just wherever they are. Yeah, that also kind of gets me into... I've been hearing a lot about skinwalkers lately. Have you heard anything about a skinwalker? Is that an alien walking around in human skin as a person? I don't know what the creature is supposed to be, but it's something along those lines where it's people... It's like a a creature that takes the shape of a human and then tries to lure them in by screaming for help or something like that. I did see a very strange (laughs) video recently of this guy who was just walking his dog. And then in the woods came this scream from a woman that was just, help 
me, help me. And when he turned, it was just a woman that was staring generally at his like direction with her mouth wide open, kind of just like staring kind of at him. And then her mouth didn't move and the help me thing like came out again. And I was like, oh, dang. Like it was pretty creepy, honestly. Yeah. Don't know what that's about, but Skinwalkers. Would you go help? No, absolutely not. If <laughs> if I was watching a woman yell help me without moving her mouth, just randomly staring in a patch of woods, no. I'm sorry. I don't think I don't think I would have the balls to go over there. Like I don't believe in a lot of this stuff, but if something like that happens, I, I can quickly turn into a believer. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, I think that's probably how it goes. I, I think most people don't believe in general until they have some sort of weird sighting yeah. that they can't explain. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel about ghosts, dude. A lot of people are so like, oh, yeah, ghosts are real and they're haunting stuff and blah, blah, blah. It, I don't believe that myself, but I've said it many times. If I'm in a room and casually the, a pan flies across the room and slams against the wall for no reason, yeah, all right, I'll get out of there and I'll 100% believe for sure. <laughs> so no ifs, ands, or buts about it. I think that, that was one question that I, I forgot to ask. Do you Have you ever experienced anything unexplainable that could maybe be perceived as supernatural or no? I, I've got... <laughs> so I've got one story that's super funny that I would love to tell, actually. And I've got one... That kind of fits along those lines. Like, there's something that I cannot explain to this day. So I was down in Oklahoma with all of my cousins, and there was a total of eight of us all sleeping in the living room, like on couches, floors, whatever, you name it. And a lot of times, my Aunt Teen Teen, it was her house that we would stay at, she would get up and cook us, like, a big breakfast, like, almost every single morning. And there was a time where we, multiple of us woke up, like four or five of us woke up and we could smell bacons, French toast, like, like just like the works being made. And we heard it in the kitchen and we had a discussion. We were like, oh, like we should just go back to bed so that we can, when we wake up, we can go and it'll be done and it'll you don't be have done. to help out. <laughs> exactly. Like that's exactly our thought. And so we went back to bed. And then one of us woke up and we like all like woke each other up. And then we went into the kitchen and there was nothing being made. My Aunt Teen Teen was just sitting there like drinking a cup of coffee. And we were like, what is like, what's happening? Did you eat it? Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, no, I just got up five minutes ago. And I, I mean, that's not like a ghost thing by any means, but that's the only thing that happened where I literally cannot explain what happened. I mean, that'd be like the kindest haunting ever. <laughs> Did you go back and confirm with your cousins that that actually happened or yeah. was this all a dream of yours no no like we okay. we talked about it because i thought i was tripping balls at like eight years old nine years old and i was i had the same thought and i was like hold up like did did you guys did we have that conversation right and everyone's like <laughs> yeah yeah and that's what makes it weird is that there was multiple of us that smelled the same thing had an interaction and then like went back to bed and then we were all like dumbfounded and I still to this day can't explain that, which is very strange. Before I tell my second story, do you have anything? I don't think so. Unfortunately, I don't. The only weird thing is that it's it's not something that my dad believes, but since he's he likes that type of thing, one interesting theory that he's always said is that he wonders if the reason Jesus was able to do so many mystical things is because he's an alien. 
Mm. I've always thought that was a funny twist on it. <laughs> and I, may, I may be offending some religious people, but I, I would just always think that'd be pretty interesting is that's why he was able to perform miracles. Is oh, who knows? Because he had super crazy technology. Yeah, he's something. not from here. It could be. could be. <laughs> who knows? The next That's our next episode is Jesus Christ an Alien. <laughs> <laughs> this just turns into a conspiracy podcast. <laughs> and the entire time we say we don't believe, but then but we, we present <laughs> a bunch of information like we do. <laughs> Within like a year from now, we're just going off about how we're going in the woods, looking up like evidence and finding it, dude. <laughs> we do a full 180. <laughs> Oh my god. It's a perfect name for a conspiracy podcast, honestly. That What's is going true. on. We could we could switch things up here, folks. <laughs> yeah, let us know if you'd prefer that. <laughs> my other story that I have uh, back in Oklahoma, uh, everything happens in Oklahoma. Uh <laughs> my my family down there is very 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 big into like the supernatural and like ghosts and and they would they would intentionally like find haunted houses and then go and like take me to them at like nights and stuff and while it was spooky nothing oh god i got a third story now that i think about it back to the original one in the outskirts of their hometown was actually there's a field that's now a memorial it was one of the main battles of the um of the civil war uh, between the north and the south and a lot of soldiers obviously died on that field and so that we decided to go to it and just see if we could like see anything because there's been like you know posts and whatnot of individuals seeing like you know sort of ghosts and whatever. So we park the car and we go out into the field and we're having a jolly old time. It's kind of nice because there's not really a lot of lights out there, so we're looking up at the stars and blah blah blah. And I kind of look around and in the horizon I see movement and like <laughs> for I, for a second I like don't believe it and I was like there's no way like I'm not seeing a ghost right now and. Then I see more and more movements. Like, it looks like now that there's, like, multiple objects kind of, like, shifting back and forth. And I'm like, guys, look over there, guys. And, like, I got, like, kind of panicked. And so they actually paid attention. And they're like, we don't see anything. We don't see anything. I was like, look, look closer. Look at that. Do you not see those objects getting bigger? And then one person saw it. And they're like, oh, my God. They're, They're coming towards us. And it got to the point where I was like, we need to run. Like, we need to go. Like, they're heading right here. Um, and so we take off sprinting, dude. Sprinted towards the car. It's like, a, it's a pretty bad feel. It's like lumpy. We're tripping over things. We're falling down. But no one's stopping for anybody. It's a full-out sprint to get to the car. And we jump in the car. We, like, get the last door closed, locked. We turn the car on. And the objects are right there. And we start screaming. And as the car turns on, the lights turn on, I would say probably about 100 to 150 deer run right past our car. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, like the largest herd of deer that I've ever seen all just sprint past our car. Wow. I know. It, I, that's something I will never forget. That was like <laughs> that was probably the most scared I've almost ever been. Definitely thinking that we have, you know, a whole army of dead ghosts coming to just murder us because that's what was hyped up. Because they, they think the North is there again and they're trying to defend their <laughs> So that's a pretty wild time. Wow. And then I can't believe I've never even heard that story. Dude, I know. I know. I've got another one for you as well. There's, dude, I've, I've got, they're all in Oklahoma, dude. See, th- this is another theory that I have. Though. I need a visit. 
yeah, honestly, we should we should do a what's going on supernatural episode where we and I've thought about this before, maybe even a side we podcast. Go to like a haunted place. Absolutely, we go to specific haunted places and try to like camp out a night there and see what we see. Like I know that's what people do and shit, but that 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 would I'd be, be fun. terrified. Oh, absolutely. But I'd do it. Exactly. That spice it up. New spice. <laughs> That's a spice it up episode for sure. Wow. Okay. We'll talk more after this. So, third story. There's this house inside of their town. Oh, I didn't even. I got. I got sidetracked before I get to the house. I feel. I have a theory that when you look into certain types of things like this, I don't know if there's going to be things that happen per se. But I feel like when you're looking for something and almost like inviting these experiences is when you seem to have them, if that makes sense. And that's why I also think that people who are very, I don't believe this, blah, 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 like nothing's going to happen. I don't know. If you're looking for it, you'll take small events or moments to like, you know, maybe be something supernatural, but take it or leave it. Back to the house. There is this one house that's, for some reason, multiple individuals who have bought that house committed suicide within the first couple years of like living there it happened i think with like two or three different individuals slash families and then every single family that moved into that house supposedly was only there for like you know a couple of months before moving out of there at least that's the the story that my cousins were telling me when we were going to this house and the house is pretty much abandoned at the point when we got there but the house, number one, was decked out in, you know, like weird, like satanic graffiti type things on the inside. There was weird doll heads that were like removed and set on the sides of the staircase going up, which was super creepy. But one thing that I found super strange was in every single room pointing towards the windows were dead crows with their necks broken. And they're like wingspan, like completely out. And I thought they were fake until I picked one up. And they were real crows that had their necks broken and they all died like facing the window. And it was every single room. I think people put that in there to add to the creepiness. And they do weird stuff in there. That's what I'd be more scared of running into is some person there because you never know what they're thinking yeah yeah or what they think you might be or anything like yeah, that honestly i mean if there's someone out there who's breaking crow necks and like placing them for you know creepy decorations yeah i would be a hundred percent more afraid of that person and then also in the basement of that house they had this meat locker for some reason i don't know why uh it, it just added to the creepiness and then we got all the way upstairs, and they had one of those um, pull-down like attics in the ceiling where you could pull the string down and go up there. And that was the point where I was like, no, nah, I'm good. Like, <laughs> it, I don't know why. I feel like an attic is more is scarier than a basement. So I know. I don't know. I feel like basements are usually scarier. We also we entered through the basement. That okay. was that's how we got True. it. True, there was a Going window down into a basement. I think it's that descending staircase into darkness is is terrifying. I think maybe it's just staircases. Because yeah. there, there was also the going up into the attic that freaked me out. Not being able to see what you're about to enter, I think, is where that fear comes from, which is pretty interesting. True. I think it's made <laughs> worse though when you're going down because there could be something behind the staircase. When you're going oh, up Oh, dude, yeah. Like in between the holes of each stairs. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. That gets you. Okay. 
I <laughs> stairs. <laughs> stairs are the scariest place in the house, folks. <laughs> oh, I'm getting shivers just thinking about it, dude. Honestly. Oh man. When I was talking about that that creepy house story, honestly, I was getting freaked out because I'm recording in a closet right now, and I was like, "Oh my god, something's <laughs> gonna happen right here. You guys are gonna watch my demise." <laughs> oh man, talking about freaky stuff though. Goodness gracious, all from Bigfoot. I absolutely love it. Back to the Yeti. If oh. you're done with your stories, yes, yes, yes. Stories have. It seems like the Yeti and Bigfoot are basically the same thing. Okay. They just reside in different places, but apparently this myth or this uh, story, tale, whatever you want to call it, uh, (laughs) has been in basically all around the world, dating all the way back to Alexander the Great. What? During his invasion of India, they were documenting some of their victories, and they had one battle where they had a battle with hairy men and they were living in small little like i don't know what stifling cabins is Hmm. i think that's like a type of tree but following the the battle they actually captured a couple of these people and it was noted that they were hairy not only on their heads but the rest of their bodies and they had nails rather like beast claws what and they wore skins of animals for clothing so interesting. This has been a common, uh, I guess, sighting all the way back to back to as far as we Alexander the Great. Dude, that's crazy. Maybe we just killed them all. That could be. I've also thought about things like that, where like if they were real, it's just gonna get harder and harder to find because we're gonna keep like I don't know, killing them off either in like deforestation acts or yeah, I don't know, true. other things like that. That is true. I feel like every year I hear about some formerly extinct species that we thought was gone and we just find it again yeah well we just think oh hey now they're back but if it's that hard to find some of these rare species could it be that there are actually bigfoot out there and we're just not finding them it could be i mean it could be a tiny little cluster somewhere that we just you know hardly ever visit or you know they're so accustomed to actually hiding now because they have been slowly dwindled down it could be i don't know I definitely think it's a possibility. Uh, uh, Our research is turning me into a believer, I guess. Uh Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, and also the abominable snowman is the same thing as a Yeti. Yeah, that's something I I just saw as well. Who knows? They could be, they could be, they could have been real and we, and we just made them go extinct. Who knows? I mean, when was the last sighting? When was the most recent sighting? Oh, um, let's see. Most recent report. Oh, it has it on each of the states. Okay. Wow. There was, yeah, in Colorado, there was one oh, this God. month. No. There was one this month. Don't. What are you talking about? <laughs> in, in Broomfield? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right by your house. Oh, my God, he's here. <laughs> Did it say where in Colorado? No, no. Oh. Well, that doesn't give me my, well, okay, everybody. That's listening here. Even Bigfoot. Bigfoot turned the turn it off. Be on the lookout. Yeah, yeah. We're coming for you now. Now that I know you're at my turf. I gotta I gotta yeah, come and find if you. anyone out there is a Bigfoot, you know, write us in and yeah. tell us why you're hiding. Yeah, let us know. Let us know. We don't want to make sure oh, you're not it does have, you're in danger. It does have county too. No, what county? Uh I'm trying to find which one it was. Uh that was June. Where's the July one? 
Oh, so very recent, like within this week. I'm not finding the July one. I'm seeing June. There was one in Hinsdale County. I don't know where that is. Hinsdale? I think they're lying to me. I don't see July here, but there was July. Oh, wait, no, no. Yeah, Hinsdale County in June. I'm not seeing July, though. Okay, that's okay. I mean, that's like a week ago. Uh, Family hears loud wood knocks at Deer Lakes outside Lake City. Lake City. It's even got a description. It's a Class B report. Outside of Lake, a Class D report. Is that how detailed? Class B. Oh, is that is that that seems pretty high. Yeah, I'm not sure. There is a, a Class A. I do see another one. Holy nuts! Which is someone, a daylight sighting. <laughs> someone so. made out with a. Oh, okay. <laughs> 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 okay. Well, when you come here at the end of July, we're going hunting. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Climb a mountain and find a Bigfoot. There's a there's a peak that's close by that the one that I was entertaining for us. So who knows? That's pretty far away though. That's south, southwest. That's deep in there. Well, yeah, yeah, it's if, probably got to be pretty deep in the woods. I was gonna say if there's a spot that I would have picked for Sasquatch, that definitely would have been what I would have chosen. So Bigfoot, we're coming for you. But just to take a picture and say hey though, nothing nothing crazy. We'll bring you a fruit pie. <laughs> Shake hands. We'll, uh, We'll shake hands and maybe snap a pic. We'll just write, if you're listening, write us in. We'll, we'll make you your favorite fruit pie. It'll be a solid exchange, I promise. We got to compare feet. Yeah. Dude, you got pretty big feet. They're not too big. Just 13s. They're, I've, seen, I've seen bigger. How many inches is that, though? Because the Bigfoot foot was 16 inches. Uh, th- oh, really? Now that you say that, it could be a lie. I mean, I think that's actual inches. So Bigfoot... Big feet is not that much larger than ours. I mean, they said ranging from six to eight feet for the Bigfoot. Like that's not too terribly like there's 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 eight foot people. True, true. So whoa, there's one here in Pennsylvania. I'm looking at an image that uh, almost 18 inches, just shy. Size 13 is 12 inches long. Okay, so still for some reason rather large. (laughs) That's stupid. We're not gonna get into that because that's just gonna make me mad. Also, how come it does bother me that every single photo of these is like the most, like the grainiest photo you've ever seen? Yeah. It's a lot of them are very old photos, but I get what you mean. Oh, snap. I mean, I don't know. Like this one's 2012 and it's like shot on. I don't, I don't know. If I took a picture with my phone, it would definitely be blurry. <laughs> like you know what? I do, I do have to say, if you also were freaking out trying to get a picture of Bigfoot, you might be. Not the most stable in your hand, so I'll at least give him that. But especially if it eats meat too, and you knew about that, I'd be very scared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, a lot of these pictures I'm seeing are now cameras that are like mounted to a tree and whatnot. I haven't huh. heard of any reports of anyone getting eaten by a Bigfoot, though. Well, I guess you would probably attribute that to just a bear or something, because I don't know. True. I don't know True. how they would maul you, but I'm sure that it wouldn't be a pleasurable sight. So. Well, wish us luck, guys. When we're searching for Bigfoot, hopefully he likes our fruit pie and doesn't eat us. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll we'll post a, a recap episode of our of our search. It'll be a good time, I promise. There'll be even more Bigfoot calls because oh, we know how snap. much you love those from the beginning. Oh of yes, death, so. oh yes, oh yes, the best. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right, Bigfoot, we're coming. What's going on? The duo over and out. Are we done yet? Oh. <laughs> we are. All right. <laughs> Thanks for listening to What's Going On. If you have any questions that you want partially answered, 
please write them in to what's going on the pod at gmail.com. No spaces, no apostrophes, no excuses. One more time, that's what's going on the pod at gmail.com, and we hope to hear from you soon. Write and subscribe on any player of choice. Thank you.